0: Y'all, this episode is a treat. It's absolutely a treat for me, and I hope it's a treat for you as well. You see, on this day, September 13th, depending on when you're listening, it is my 40th birthday. But it's not just my birthday, it's also the exact same birthday as our guest, Hannah Weisberg. Happy birthday, Hannah. Funny enough, that is how I first connected to Hannah. She came recommended to me as someone to meet, so I connected with her on Instagram, and then shortly after, she shared a post right around our birthday. So this was one of the very first things that I knew about her, and while we didn't end up meeting until a year and a half later when we did, it was crazy how many similarities there were in our stories. We both got married around the same time, had our first child around the same time and experienced some major business fallouts at the same time, which inevitably led to some major business wins at the same time. And when we uncovered all of this, I just knew that she had to be a guest on the podcast so that I could see the similarities in our chart. And yet through all of this, what I love about human design is that while we do share a lot of similarities on paper and even in our stories, we also have so many differences. And that's because there is no lack in human design. It is open to all of the options in your heart. So whether you want to organize a group of women through the Women's Social Club like Hannah, or if you're somebody who wants to speak at her events like me, it's all available to you. I hope you love today's episode and find it just as fascinating as I did. Welcome back to the Reclaiming Her Podcast. If we are just getting a chance to meet, I am Brooke Belden and I am the host here. For the month of September, I'm going to be sharing episodes focused on business and how to really use human design to build a business that is just right for you. The sales, the marketing, the message, whether or not you should have a business plan and strategy and schedule, who your audience is, who your prospects and partners should be. There is so much contained here that is incredibly powerful. For me, I've been in business for myself for over 10 years, spanning a small private business, a brick and mortar business, a virtual business, and now my very own hybrid business that's perfectly aligned for me. And one thing that I can tell you now is that I finally get to work on my business rather than worry about my business. My sales and marketing feel somewhat effortless and pack a bigger punch with less activity. My first event hit its target number in just 10 days. And my connections and impact are stronger than they have ever ever been and while I know this sounds great and it is I want to share something that's even bigger and more important with you in this shift in consciousness that we are all undergoing this way will become vital to the small and independent business owners in the years to come we're already seeing it with the internet strategies that worked and were sold just two years ago are completely archaic Copy that sold is now tarnished and sensationalized. There is no one size fits all in business. And as business and entrepreneurship become a more attractive opportunity for freedom, you will have no choice but to tap in and develop the way that is unique for you. Clearly, this is something that I am passionate about. And I am passionate about it because I struggled for years trying to fit in follow the rules and what the experts told me. And while this got me a certain level of financial success, it got me an abundance of burnout and overall feeling of lack inside. There is, this is not the currency of the future. The currency of the future is all about our energy. So if this speaks to you, I want to invite you to my small group business blind spot intensive later this month. This is three half-day intensive. We'll uncover your business by design, including sales, marketing, and message, who your audience is, whether a strategy plan and consistent schedule is even right for you, and so much more. On day two, we'll identify your divine feminine leadership. We're going to unravel and heal the toxic masculine that is living inside all of us and how to show up from a place of flow and creation that bleeds you see what I did there, into all of the areas of your life. The juggling act of business and motherhood need not exist here. And then on day three, it's the embodiment and integration of it all. This intensive is September 29th through October 1st. And all of the details can be accessed on my website at brookbelden.com or through the link in my Instagram bio if you're following me at brookbelden. Okay, now for today's show. Hey, Hannah, welcome to the show. I am so excited to do this episode with you. Thank you so much for having me.
1: I am really excited to hear more about my chart and then talk through all of the ways that we are pretty much the same person.
0: (laughs) It, It is. And, you know, I mean, when I found you on Instagram like years ago when you had your brick and mortar business and I think it was like your birthday or you were saying like it was your birthday and it, we yes. knew then that we had the exact same birthday. And I was like, okay, well, at some point I probably need to meet this person because I mean, when your birthday twins, like, yes,
1: exactly. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, So that this has come so full circle is even more fun. And so What I've done is I've pulled up your human design chart, and um, for those of you, I've already explained that we, uh, Hannah and I, share the exact same birthday, so the same month, date, and year, so this is a big birthday for us. Yes, yep. And when we met for coffee for the first time, it was even more fun to hear how similar our journey, especially in business- has been but I mean we kind of got married about the same age we kind of had kids around the same age yes. so it's fascinating to me <laughs> um <laughs> it's almost a little eerie right Yeah, I know
1: um, it is a little crazy yeah.
0: <laughs> okay so since you don't know anything about human design let me just kind of and I know your chart really really well because it looks so similar to mine let me kind of dive into some of the basics and then um and then we'll just have fun does that sound good that sounds good okay cool so in human design there um one of the the most important factors of your design type is literally called your design type and we are what is called manifestors and manifestors only make up eight to nine percent of the population wow yes and so i had to like where human design was so powerful for me was after I had done such a massive healing journey and I could see how true it was, but literally learning more about the manifestor design type finally allowed me to like settle into myself and just these little, little details, right? Like eight to 9% of the population. And no wonder I always felt a little bit like different.
1: Yes. Yes. Like always Definitely. Like, I always feel like even since I was little, like, I was just a dreamer. And that's what my parents would always call me was a dreamer. So now like hearing, oh, that's there's an actual human
0: design makeup centered around that. yeah (laughs) yeah and so as a manifester a couple of things that are really powerful about this design type uh number one we are the fire starters the initiators the creators of the auras in the world right so we are the people who are meant to like go after things to get things started to initiate them and to like do the thing yes i can see that okay great Yes. Yeah, the other thing that's very interesting, so I'll explain the different design types and how they work together, but something that's very interesting about manifestors is that we have something called a repelling aura. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> But, but when you can like hear what that really means and like why it's there it's also very powerful but it's interesting and I'd love to hear your experience in life too but so what it means is that as the creators right as the initiators we kind of need to get like we need to move people and things out of our way And so like that energy is just like pushing out, whereas other energy types are attracting and pulling in. We're literally pushing out. So some interesting, like when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, my life makes sense. Right. Like, I mean, when I was in high school and college, I cannot tell you how many times, I mean, how many times people would tell me that like, after they got to know me, they were like, oh my gosh, I used to think you were a total bitch, but you're yes. a pretty nice person. And I'm yes. like, oh, I know. <laughs> <Yes>. I think, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Like, I'm like, do I just have a natural RBF? But like, I don't think I, I didn't think I did. Right. Like, right. No. Okay. No. <laughs> so it's just like that, that, that we're just kind of clearing the way, like other things too. I never, um, I never got, like the mom advice, like when I was pregnant and you would hear no. all the time how people would be like, oh, you should do this or you got to do this or don't forget to do this. Like I yes. never, ever received any advice like that, like ever. Yep. Like I thought I was like, okay, I just must appear like confident in what I'm doing or something that people just don't, but it just makes sense now. Right. Yes.
1: Yes, totally. Because if we give off that vibe, then people wouldn't naturally just come to you. Yeah. To it give totally you makes sense. Yes.
0: Yeah. Is there anything like just off the cuff that like where that resonates with you or where you can think of examples in your life where you've experienced that? Yeah,
1: I mean, I can think about, I mean, every time I catch up with people that I've known for a while now in both work and personally. So it always starts out, you know, in relationships where you're like acquaintances so you meet each other most of the time through someone else and I'm an extroverted introvert anyway so in business life I am extremely confident I have a really outgoing personality I'm excited but in personal life like for example if I walk into book club for the first time and I don't know anybody or I'm surrounded by more people I don't know than I do I'm very quiet. But I'm also, I think, give off a confident vibe on the, but on the inside, I'm, I'm scared and nervous and shy. But I think it is what you're saying, where some people do get that, like, oh, well, like, that bitchy vibe from me, but I'm totally the opposite. I'm actually like, Protecting myself a little bit um, and nervous and kind of feeling it out. So it's funny that my mom used to tell me that well, even when I was growing up, that people thought I was stuck up, but it was really because I was just like, I was shy, but I was very confident on the outside.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Totally. Right. Like unapproachable. Yes. i have told that too. Like, oh, you're yes. you seem just unapproachable. And it's like, that's interesting yes. because so often yeah like I'm like I just didn't kind of checking things out and
1: yeah yes definitely like a person who at first will stand back and observe and then jump in Um, again depending on like business more outgoing and confident and personal more quiet and shy and reserved and the personal is where I have more of the like Oh is she bitchy or not vibe whereas in business I have never had that because I'm so confident in who I am and so proud and passionate about what I'm doing and I feel like that gives off the vibe of like inviting and like wanting to bring people in so it does almost feel like I have like two personalities
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and in business it can it's really easy to like own that leadership role Yes. Right. Because you are the initiator. You are the fire starter. You are the person who can like go out and get things done. And so it's yes. really easy to, yeah, just be that like instantaneous, like leadership kind of persona. Definitely. Um, in terms of business, uh, what are some things that you have started? Like, I'll give you a couple of examples in my life where I have like reflected on things that I've just sort of like created out of thin air that really worked out for me. Um, one was my graduate program. So I wanted to be sort of this like integrative therapist and I was in a traditional um, counseling program, but when it came to my internship, I literally initiated this multi-dimensional, multifaceted program, or I was doing part counseling, part working in the women's center, part working in the health center so that I really could, Incorporate all of these little like interdisciplinary studies and interests into my my world, and, and from there, you know, I've initiated several businesses. Um, I've also been the person to initiate a lot of the first things in relationships mm-hmm. too, like you know, with with yes. guys and <laughs> with my husband. Yes. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, what are some things that that you can think of that you know you've you've initiated? That so, just natural to you
1: yes um I've never it's funny because I am afraid of change I feel like in some ways naturally but I never think about it like I feel like normal people do um for example I always just would tell people like in college like when I graduate, I'm moving to New York, I'm going to work in advertising. Like it wasn't like a question. It wasn't like, oh, I hope one day it was like, this is what I'm going to do. And I had no one up there that I knew I had no money. Everything I had was from lifeguarding and saving through college. Um, My parents didn't come from money. So it was like, but I just knew in my mind, like, it was what I was going to do. So when I was in college, I started sending out cold emails to New York and I went up and interviewed. Um, I interviewed at several places while I was still in college. I didn't end up getting hired, but I didn't give up. I moved to Charlotte right after college for about a year. And during that year, I built up the experience. I listened to all the feedback that people had, and I literally worked through all of it, kind of figuring out exactly what direction in advertising I liked so that I knew when I applied for the position, because again, like how you say, like, we're so passionate about it. And I feel like when we have our vision, we can articulate it really well. So honing in on exactly what that passion was. um, I reapplied and the company Centro that I sent my email to, I ended up getting a flight right away to interview um, in New York with their team. And that went really well. They flew me straight from New York to Chicago. Um, where I interviewed and then I flew back home and found out I got the job and I had to move a month later. Um, I found my roommates who were all guys on Craigslist. (laughs) So my parents were not exactly understanding. And again, I come from Clayton, a small town outside Raleigh. Um, No one I know has ever, you know, left North Carolina. And so my friends and family, like i as supportive as they were, they didn't really get it. So, um, but I did it and I was like, this is what I'm doing. I told you guys I was going to do this. Like, why are you surprised? (laughs) You know? Um, So that was the first time I think where I had manifested something so hard that it was just there. It didn't even feel like there was a possibility. It wouldn't happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. My best friend from college, she will say it like all the time. She's like, the thing about you is that you are the person who, if you say you're going to do something, you just do it. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. I love that. Okay. So let's move on just a little bit more. So Everybody in there with a design, they have what's called a strategy. And a strategy is how you maneuver your design type, how you maneuver your aura. For a lot of the design types, it's about waiting. For us, it's not. (laughs) It's literally have a strategy. Instead, the strategy is what's called to inform. And that basically means I'm going to have to let you know what I'm about to do, Mm -hmm. right? So you can kind of move out of the way. Right, or so that doesn't so like so my vibration doesn't hit you too hard when I do this thing. I'm gonna let you know. Yes. Yeah. I always thought that that was just like I, you know, coming from a counseling background, I was like, well, that's just good communication, right? Like yes. one of the biggest riffs in my marriage ever. My husband thinks that it's like I, I'm upset if he is gonna be late. I'm like, I'm not upset that you were late. I am upset because you did not tell me you were going. Oh late. yeah right? Like it's I don't care. It,
1: conversation, yes, yes. that I have had.
0: Yes. Or if plans change or whatever, like I am not mad about that. I am mad
1: that you didn't tell me. <laughs> yes. Yes. I tell Brian all the time. I'm like over communicate yeah. rather than just like forget or assume that you can just catch me up later or that it's fine. Like just even if I don't need to know, or you don't think I need to know, just
0: Let's tell me anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And so that's like, you know, it's like, how do you, how to love a manifestor? Like that is how, like keep them in the loop. Right. But for us too, so much of it. And it's been so powerful for me in business because that has been so much of my literally business strategy is constantly letting people know what I have brewing where I used to feel like, oh my gosh, if I do that and then I don't follow through, I'm going to, I'm going to appear flaky or I'm going to appear like, I don't know what I'm doing or whatever. And so I would just like, wait, wait, wait. And then I would show up and it, and it's so interesting to see how much more powerful that step of informing is, because then when I do show up, people respond so much bigger just by that, yes. little, that little step. Like, here's what's coming. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm working on. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what's brewing. This is what I'm feeling. And it is so, 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 so much more powerful. You know, like even on Instagram, my engagement is up and all this stuff, just just from this. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I totally agree. I feel like it it works for me as well in a beneficial way because leading a group of women um, and making sure we're always informed and on the same page and everyone feels connected, especially like during the pandemic and all of that, like always making sure like our emails are out. I went through an insane process of having an app, created so that way like we could always be connected and communicate and no one would ever feel like they weren't or like they were left out Mm -hmm. and um so I feel like that has driven me to solve communication problems
0: or make sure I'm as communicative as possible with other people Mm -hmm. and I love that you know because it's like it can really come down to something that like just seems natural and normal but it's like it's such a powerful part of who you are Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. The next part is probably one of my favorite parts about human design because I think it is such a powerful tool and it's all about intuition and intuition is something that is very popular, like a very popular term right now, especially Mm -hmm. in, you know, the spiritual world and the business world and the sacred feminine world about getting reconnected with your intuition And I think what ends up happening is that a lot of women just don't know how to access it, right? They're like, okay, that sounds all good and great, but like, what is that? You know, like, like, is that the voice in my head? Is it the feeling in my belly? Like, what is that? And, uh, everybody has their own space in their body where their intuition is speaking to them. And, And in human design, we actually call it your authority, because I think your intuition Really, is your body speaking to you, right? Like mm-hmm. your insides, your inner speaking to you, but it's like which one do you, which do you listen to, right? And uh, what's really powerful is that our headspace is not an intuitive center; it's not your authority at all. And so, think of how much time we are living in our head, right? We're analyzing things, thinking about things. We even say like, "Well, let me think about that," right? Oh, or it's yes. time to make a decision. We like need to think through it. Yes. Right. But our mind is not designed to be an authority type. So just simply by removing that pressure off of the mental space, like just imagine how much anxiety you can alleviate just by, my mind is not the one, it's not the boss, right? It feeds me ideas, it feeds me thoughts, it feeds me inspiration, but it's not the boss. Yes. Right. And so then we bring it down into the authority center in your body. And for you, it's, it's the emotional center, and so, what that basically means is that it's all about how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. When you are getting aligned with your intuitive truth in the decision making that's right for you, it's all about how do you feel. Now, the interesting part about feelings is that they're never static, right? They don't stop. Right. You don't, no. You don't stay at happy, you don't stay at sad, you don't stay at satisfied. It's this constant like ebb and flow, right? It's a Mm -hmm. flux. It goes up and it goes down. And even when we feel really, really good about something, you know, that can kind of wax and wane in itself. Yes. So when it's time to make a decision, the most important thing to do is to take your time with it, is to sleep on it, is to allow it to kind of, what I like to say is just to allow it to like roll through your body a couple of times, right? Mm -hmm. And then to see how it feels. And, And at some point... It will come to a spot that feels good right that Mm -hmm. feels like I feel confident in this space that this is kind of like the median (laughs) of the wave right and then therein lies my answer. Right. That makes so much sense.
1: Isn't that. That's amazing yes and hearing it explained that way, yes, it does and. it's funny because when you're younger um, you know you're very reactionary as it is like I feel like women especially like when we're in our 20s we feel older and wiser than we are and Mm -hmm. a lot of us respond based on emotion Um, but again like hearing you explain it like that I can totally see where especially in my career path how I have had a bad day at work or have had a hard time with like coworkers, like specific personalities and I've just quit. Like I have fully just like quit and I have walked away from jobs or created bad work environments for myself um, just by leaning into those emotions instead of like you said, taking my time sitting with them, letting them roll around a bit, and then getting to that place where before I make a decision, I have fully like thought through and felt through all of the, okay, am I acting this way? Because right now I'm at the height of my feelings and I wanna walk away, but in two days, will I regret that? So now I have finally learned that quitting is sometimes necessary but not the way that i was doing it where it was like you said emotionally charged
0: yeah you know and what's so cool okay so hopping over just a little bit is that so in in human design if you look at your chart there are nine centers nine shapes and some Mm -hmm. of them are colored in and some of them are white and when they're colored in we say that you have consistent energy to that space when they're white you don't have consistent energy in that space so one of yours slash ours other defined spaces is what's called our splenic center and the splenic center is your literal intuition it is that fight or flight it's that in the moment it's that safety thing right and mm-hmm. so that is like, it's still talking to you because you, you still have consistent energy to that space. Right. So it's talking to you all the time. So when you're like, I am done with this coworker, your splenic center is talking to you. That's like, we're out. Right. But yes. really, what it is, is it's like, you're like the splenic center is like a co-captain. Right. But yeah, team captain. <laughs> yes. it so can talk to you and you can take that information in, but it's like, no, 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 no. We are yes. the captain, which is the emotional center. Right? Yes. And she is going to roll. She is going to make the final decision. As yes. She rolls it around a bit. Right. Yes. With it For a little bit. <laughs> so yes. It's really confusing. Right. And that's why I think it's so powerful to understand really what your intuition in terms of what we're the way in which we're using it in today's world. Mm-hmm. how to access it, because you will have information coming at you from these different spots in your body. You will have your mind on, right? You're, cause that's what we're conditioned to do. Always. Yeah. You also have one of the mental centers that's defined just like me. And so your mind is working all the time. Always. And, and it, <laughs> <laughs> You have these other centers that are talking to you too. So it's like, when it's really time to make the decision though, it's like, okay, let me sleep on it. And sometimes that's like a day. And sometimes that's weeks months right yes um you know it's a funny kind of a quick note with that is just this past spring I had um applied for two different schools for the kids and one of them they got into and I had to make the decision in like nine days. Like the world is still shut down. I can't take a tour. I have to decide right away. And I finally knew how to like use my authority. And I just mm-hmm. tell them no because I was like, "Look, we're not like I, I'm not ready. Like I cannot give yeah. a decision that I actually feel good about because I'm I haven't been able to gather the information. My system hasn't flowed the way that it needs to and yes say know and I did it in total faith that if it was meant to be it'll be and kind of full circle moment after I did ride the wave a bit more I put our names back on the wait list and now they're going to that school oh and yeah that's amazing right like I've been able to like do the um the tour and everything that I needed to gather the rest of the information but it's like it'll all come together when it's supposed yes. to if it's supposed yes. to right? and exactly. you don't need to abandon yourself, like out of fear or scarcity or anything, because Yes. Yeah.
1: Scarcity is definitely where I lived for a really long time. Um, I didn't realize that's what it was called, but a lot of my decision making and a lot of just the way I lived my life, like ran my finances and where I moved and how I lived was based on scarcity and since I have come out of that, like unknowingly even, my mindset just shifted because of, um, you know, my change in environment, my change of friends, my change of everything. And so naturally, like I started coming out of it and on the other side, out of scarcity, I was like, oh my God, I had no idea that the whole scarcity mindset and making your decisions there. Like what a massive impact that is!
0: Oh yeah! And then when you are out of it, like how yes rich your life suddenly becomes. Definitely. Um, okay, let's keep going. So there's two key signature emotions that each design type has that basically lets you know: Are you living in alignment, or are you out of alignment? Right mm-hmm. and And what I think is very important about these is that it's not about, oh my goodness, let me rush back or like, we I'm feeling this, I shouldn't be feeling this, you know, like they're both teachers and they're just kind of letting us know which one, right? So it's about embracing them and embracing the lessons and not looking at one as good or bad, but just kind of understanding the duality of them. So Mm -hmm. the key signature emotion for manifestors that they are in alignment with their design is peace. Yes. Peace and freedom. It is just like that. And that's essentially what peace is, right? It's that freedom of of your soul.
1: Yes, totally. Yeah. I think it's like almost jarring, like it has been for me um, in the past couple of years, truly getting into that place and feeling peace and freedom it's almost like when you're on a roller coaster and you're coming down and you let yourself feel the acceleration and you're like and like it's thrilling but it's also like am I gonna allow myself to like enjoy this or it's it's hard it's like at first I like wouldn't even allow myself to be like experience it because I was so scared that if I let myself go or let myself experience and um, I don't know, be free and be at peace, like something bad would happen in mm-hmm. um, that scarcity mindset. So, but it's amazing. It's amazing how much lighter, how much more you get done, the less stressed you are. Um, yeah, it's life changing for sure.
0: hmm. Well, and hopefully this is an opportunity too to give you just a little bit of permission to to experience it, right? Yeah. It's so much about who you are and who you're meant to be in this lifetime is to be the person who seeks peace and who seeks freedom. And yes. so knowing that it's like, it's not about like, oh gosh, when's the other shoe gonna drop? But like, okay, cool. Like yeah. things are really on track for me.
1: Yes. And it's okay to enjoy it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, and then you're—it's called your not self theme. So the the opposite of that, right? The theme or the the emotion that we experience that allows us to understand, like, oops, okay, I'm really out of alignment right now, and that's anger.
1: Oh yeah, a hundred percent.
0: Okay, <laughs> um,
1: that makes so much sense. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Very, um, my thing is like very reactionary, like snarky and snippy and short, um, especially with like my family, because they're the ones I'm around. So yeah, I mean, even if I don't start my day where I take just a few minutes in the morning, like 20 minutes where I'll have a devotion time, and then I'll do like some yoga or whatever the stretch, I always do like a slow morning, like breathing, stretching, and then my devotion and shower. And if my morning, which happens, doesn't start that way and I, or I let myself stay in bed too long, where then I feel like grumpy and then I don't want to be bothered. And then I'm like, oh, I'm late for everything. And it just spirals. And then my attitude is just, terrible but yes I can tell I mean definitely anger is the the one emotion that I have and continue to work on as like my Achilles heel <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um <laughs> I love that and um and I love to because the way that you described it too within the morning and I you know I've I i have not really looked at it this way because we're only 8% of the population. So I don't mm-hmm. a chance to even talk to that many manifestors until like relate with that many manifestors. But that morning portion of the of the day, because I'm the same way and that like, I just need those 20 minutes and we'll talk a little yes. bit about- those of us who need routine versus those of us who don't need routine. So I'm someone who does not need routine. You're someone who does need routine. Yes. And so um so my 20 minutes like it's funny hearing you say like okay it's this and this and this, right? Those yes. of who need routine. For me, it's not. And so I'm like I grab a cup of coffee, a couple of notebooks and we just kind of see what, what's gonna happen. Right. But it's like I need yeah. this 20 minutes by myself in peace and quiet right? do yes. take off the day. And if I don't have that peace and quiet, but I love, because how you described it was really like, oh, it is, it's that moment of peace. And if I don't have that moment of peace, man, I'm going to be raging. And I'm the same yes. way. If I, if I have to jump into the day, now I'm raging, right? But yes. I mean, think that, that, and yeah, mine's usually more than 20 minutes, honestly, like I because <laughs> probably because I'm like, I'm not a, I, I'm not a routine person. And so it's like, I need that. Like,
1: yes. That and
0: mine life. does last
1: longer some days. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping um, it was longer before COVID because I would work out in a studio and like then have time when I came home after that as like a quiet time because Owen would be in school. Yeah. So him being home, I think for me, like the sanity, what has kept my sanity over COVID has been creating this false sense of routine for myself um, just in the morning doing that because then it's like, okay, I have no idea what's coming my way for the day because Mm -hmm. Owen was doing school at home sometimes. And then I had two businesses I was working on, one of which I have a whole set of partners and I've never had business partners before. And so, you know, I had never lived in this place well of like not knowing what was coming. When Mm -hmm. I know what's coming, I'm fine. I'm laid back. I'm nice. I'm happy. But before that, like when I don't know what's coming and when things would come up, I would be super just reactionary. Mm-hmm. So COVID has almost helped me train myself to understand that like while we feel like we're in control, when we know what's planned, like we really don't, mm-hmm. but having that time in the morning helps me just reset my, my perspective and my thoughts. And it makes me a better like mom, wife, business owner, just person.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay. So speaking of business and different businesses and the business that you're in and all that stuff. So there's something in your design type that's called your profile and your profile, how I really relate to profile is sort of like how we, um, how we live and work and learn in the world, Mm -hmm. And yours is what's ours, right? We have the same one is called um, a five one. So the five in your profile means that you are meant to work your audience is meant to be big. You're meant to work with a big audience, with a lot of people, with people who aren't necessarily your friends. So with Mm -hmm. strangers and, um, and you're meant to kind of like get in, do the work and get out. Yeah, We're not meant to be in this like long-term, you know, like locked in program or relationship or like the center of the focus for a long period of time. You're kind of meant to like get in and show up and get out. And yes. if you don't kind of like, if you, if you that window lapses, right. And you're stuck in there for too long what will end up happening is that when you, okay, so when you are in there, right, and you're in and you're, you're doing your, your deal, you will be looked at kind of like a hero, right? Like you're like, oh my gosh, she's amazing, she's incredible, she's, look what she can do, da-da-da-da-da. But if you overextend, then all of a sudden you're like almost like the devil, right? Like ugh, she doesn't know what she's talking about, she doesn't know what she's yes. doing, you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> yes. Oh my
1: God, that's so revealing. Yes, that makes so <laughs> much sense. Um, I've never known that but yes that is exactly how I operate and being an extroverted introvert I never saw myself leading like especially a group of people I don't know but again it's where I'm the most comfortable oddly enough so with Dove and Olive the mercantile um, brick and mortar location we started off as like a cafe and retail spot, and then it ended up turning into a workshop and event space. And I loved it because with workshops and events, you like, again, I love hosting. I love creating an atmosphere. I don't like being the center of attention. I don't like being the focus. I love creating the 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 evening I love creating the ambiance and like creating an experience and then stepping back and I love watching the other people shine like us getting to spotlight other women business owners and getting to hear about all the amazing things like other people are doing and then seeing them radiate that passion it then fuels me up but again like you said um There are times when like, it doesn't go how I Pinterest imagine it to be. And so I have to step in and make up for it and be on and make it that experience that my members and visitors are paying to have. Um, And it takes everything out of me. It's not disingenuous and it's not fake because it's all out of passion. But again, when I'm done and I walk away, it can sometimes take me two days where I cannot be around people because it completely drains everything I have.
0: Mm. Isn't that so funny? Because because I I am so honored to be one of the guests at one of your workshops, right? So we're the same person with this same design type with the same profile, but look at how different that is because I am the person who, that's where I like just light up, right? It's like when I can get in front of a group of women doing a workshop, and that's why I do like short bursts and intensives and things like that, because it's like, I wanna get in there and I wanna like do the deal and then get out, right? So it's so funny that it's like, even though we can be so similar, it's not, it's so beautiful how it can translate in its own unique way. No, I love
1: that um, I love that I get to use like my strengths to help other women and that I can be honest about my weaknesses too mm-hmm. because they all know me really well at this point and I feel like we're also open about our vulnerabilities too. So it's like I try to do the best job that I can and they see that and they feel that. but they also, show me grace when they can tell like instead of being like oh my god she doesn't know what she's talking about they're like great it's okay we're all happy to be here and i'm like okay
0: thank god (laughs) i love that um okay let's see there's so much good stuff here. Okay, let's jump in. Um Just because this, and like, I haven't done this on a podcast episode yet, where we've talked about something called gates and channels. And gates and channels are these um, characteristics, if you will, just sort of these subtleties that make up your design. Um, but because we have the same chart, we have the same gates and channels. And it's just so interesting. So I genuinely, selfishly want to just hear your experience with these gates and channels because- Okay. They're, the same. they're the same as mine so <laughs> that's so funny yes yes i'm ready but they are they're these little like just these little characteristics and nuances and um i think some of them are really unique and so that's why it's like okay so one is the um, channel of the storyteller and this storyteller just means that you are really good at storytelling. And I loved that for me because it finally, like, again, one of those things, like I finally gave myself permission in my business marketing to be a storyteller, right? Like I don't need to be the educator. I don't need to be this or that or whatever. Like I love telling stories and the way that I get to impact and inspire other women is through that channel connection of the stories and so it was so powerful for me but but that's that's it so it can obviously look different for you but are do you feel like you have the gift of storytelling yes I actually
1: would have would describe myself like um I think in several posts that I have that's a passion of mine is connecting with people through experiences and telling stories. And that's how I do my marketing as well. Um, I I do all of our social media right now. And so like today's post was about how your past may not have gone the way you wanted it to, but it doesn't mean that your future can't be amazing beyond your wildest dreams. And I go into like, sometimes you fall because there's something down there you're supposed to find. Mm -hmm. And so My thing is like telling the story of how I lost everything. I lost my business. I had to start over and feeling like a failure. And I had a hard time trusting people, especially with my emotions or again, like you said, sharing real dreams because I don't want to like put that expectation out there. And then again, fail or people think I'm silly. So I stopped that when Dove and Olive closed because of covid Um, I really felt hard and I allowed people in and I trusted and it has changed my whole life and it led to the ability and strength and vision, a refined vision for the Women's Social Club. And so that was the story like of telling today. I mean, just in today's post. And I think, you know, those are the posts that do so well. And it's not even trying, like you said, we just, it's just in us. And um, I love hearing other people's stories. Like it helps me relate better than if someone just says a quote or says something like inspiring, but then there's no like meat behind it. Like I love hearing, um, hearing and sharing All the stories.
0: Yeah. Well, and okay, so here's another another channel that is just a very interesting channel that you and I share that some people, when they learn this about me, they're like, oh, this sounds like the worst channel ever to have. (laughs) But to me, it's like, this is my soul. Like you have no idea. And it's not just in your stories too, is that you share. So it's really about digging to the depths of our emotional experience and sharing those out loud right so yes. that others can learn from that and I, I mean literally when I told my mom that she's like oh my gosh that sounds awful I'm like this is who I am <laughs> yes I've been an oversharer
1: my whole life like it has been a thing and yes my parents and my family and my friends are just like I mean are you sure you want to like just tell people that like everyone and I'm like I mean, we're all human, so yes.
0: <laughs> you know, but it's it's really been powerful for me. Like when I finally embraced it, like I didn't get it. Like it felt good. It felt right. I knew that um, by doing so, it it would be helpful to others because it was always helpful for me, right? To hear Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're going through a hard time too, or this is really hard for you, especially in business, right? Yes. Because it's such a lonely world when you have to show up online, like, look, I got it all together so that you um, have some, I don't want to, you know, it's like, I don't want to take the integrity piece out of it because it's not like it's a fake until you make it you need to be solid for your clients and for your customer base right yeah you need to be solid you need to be have that strength and but you're also human right yeah and there are these really hard times and there are these times when you stop and there are these times when it crumbles and there are these times when you pivot and there are these times when you're lost and and that can go really right? Like it can feel really hard and lonely, but it is, it's, it's just an innate part of who you and I are that yes, like we are supposed to be the people who share those depths, those struggles. So I just say, well, that's good to know. know but like, yeah. Right. Like, so yeah, it's comforting. Kind of, some people might say that it's an overshare, but it's an overshare if it's not right for you. Right. It's right. If you're doing it from a space of trying to gain attention, or you're doing it from a space yes. of you're not quite um, in a good spot, like you're not in a healed space yet, right? Like and you're you're raw. But yes. if you are in that good space, you're you, I mean, we are literally designed to do it so that people can have that solace and that comfort and that community. And I mean, all of the lessons, right? That you and I have have had and the experience that we have just by knowing that like, we're not alone.
1: Absolutely. I mean, there is a balance. It's like, I let people know when things haven't always worked out. But at the same time, like there are things that don't work out with the club all the time behind the scenes. Mm. But I'm not going to let my members have like carry that stress with me I want them to show up and enjoy it and then after the fact be like by the way like (laughs) you know and we can all talk about it and laugh about it and um I have my people in my corner who are my supporters and who help during those stressful times and I have a couple of people in the club who are ambassadors and help me with that but otherwise like I it is a very careful balance. And it isn't something that I even like necessarily have to think to do it. It just naturally feels right. Like the level and what I share and how I share. But again, yes, there are certain people that you can tell when you go to someone's website or their social media and they're saying something for attention. And it just makes you feel so uncomfortable. Mm. And it's, it is, it does come from a place of like, maybe that's just not the, the right tool that they're using. Like they, sh- they could have done that in a different way. Um, so that does make sense. Like hearing you say that, yeah, I mean, sharing the nitty gritty and like our deep, deep, feelings and losses and misses and hurts with people and experiences so that other people can learn it I mean that is a whole I feel like that's like a gift Mm -hmm. so that other people can benefit from it so it's like you're not telling them this to look at you to feel sorry for you or to like I don't know pat you on the back it's like you're doing it in a way where it's like okay like I want you to succeed. I didn't have anyone to tell me this. So I had to learn this way. Like, I don't want you to have to go through that if you don't need to. Yeah.
0: It's, so, it's so true. And this is why I find energy to be just so fascinating. Right. And yes. I mean, you and I have been in the high, highs and lows of the business world, and I'm sure you've worked with business coaches, and I've worked with business coaches, and it's just really so fascinating to me because it's so easy for a business coach to show up and be like, okay, well, here's here's the template that I worked with from someone else, or this is the template that I use, mm-hmm. but how ineffective that can be because you know if somebody or if, or if somebody's just learning from an outside perspective, like oh my gosh, Hannah tells these really beautiful stories from her you know, challenges and experiences, maybe I should do the same thing, but it won't resonate the same way. Right.
1: And I think that's too true why I've thought about and tried finding people to help me with my social, just because of my time and like needing to have free, free some things up, but it is so much like that. So Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a different voice behind it. So trying to find people so I have found like tools that help me where I can time manage and do all of that in a way where it is easy to scale and I can continue to grow and maybe I just keep doing that part and handing off other things so Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's definitely the whole templates for social media and like posting this on this day and this on that's not real like That I feel like is the biggest falsity because, and I have fallen into it and that's when my followers and my engagement, everything just drops because it's not authentic. You're following a template.
0: Uh, (laughs) You know, and uh, for me again, I'm so, and we'll talk, we'll we'll jump into some business stuff too when we talk about some um, of the consistencies and things like that, but I am such a believer that energy like because I could write I mean there are days when I could just I mean blow up posts right like where I'm like oh my gosh I have so much inside of me right and then I could like write them all out for the whole month and then schedule them all out but then when the energy that I just had with that doesn't come in the delivery of the post then it flops and I'm not excited about exactly right like I'm like all right fine I can post it but it's like zero engagement blah 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 Versus if I post three posts in a day and then nothing for a week, like those three posts are fire. Yes. Right. And then it's fine. Like nobody needs to hear from me every second of every day. And yes. You <laughs> can take a break. And then when you're, re- especially as a manifester, right. Because yes, like, you can come, we can bring the heat. And so, but that's what people want. Right. Like they yes. want, they're like, I mean, it's, it's very attractive because, so few people have what we have in terms of that initiation and that fire starting kind of energy. Definitely. Um, Okay, well, let's jump into that. Let's talk a little bit about some of the cool, I think, nitty gritties with human design that are helpful and have been very helpful for me with navigating um, my business. So, one thing. So we talked about the profile that I think is really, really cool. Oh, we didn't talk about the one in your profile. So we talked about the five in your profile. five yeah, one in your profile. What that means is, is all about how you learn. And so we are the type of learners that like, when we get excited or interested in something, like we want to go all in, like, give me the book give me the conferences, give me the people, give me the videos, like give me the content. I want to like learn it all. I want to deep dive. I want to do the research. I want to know it all. Yes, a hundred percent. I mean,
1: I have taught myself how to do everything. I mean, right now I'm my only employee. So even I'm not like a tech savvy person, but I will watch YouTube videos and teach myself how to do anything because I'm so driven, like you said, and excited. So primary example for the Women's Social Club, I wanted us to have an online community portal and everyone kept telling me Facebook group, Facebook group, Facebook group, like Jenna Kutcher has a Facebook group, Rising Tide has a Facebook group all the big players have Facebook groups. Like it's good enough for them. Like, why not you? And I'm like, my members aren't even on Facebook for the most part. And when I floated that idea, they were like, "Mm," like, no, thank you. So I was like, no, I want this to be like unique to us. And I want it to be a place where They can okay they met someone named Ashley at our group. They didn't get their information. Can I safely go on like see her, like text her directly through the portal like set up a time to like meet with her get to know her better and connect offline so it creates this world for us where they can manage their subscriptions, and we stay up to date on all the things. We're planning book clubs and random volunteer nights and things outside of just our regular monthly meetups. It all happens there. But finding and creating and implementing an app is the hardest thing I have ever done. I stayed up for probably seven days straight trying to figure it out. And I'm like doing coding myself because I couldn't, fit. I mean, it was a whole thing and I'm crying to my husband and I'm just like, but I have to do it. It's going to work. And, and it did. And I'm so proud of it. And now it makes everyone's life like so much easier. It makes my time like so much more efficient and the women love it. And it's created such, um, it's just a little like online spot for us to be together. But I mean, yes, like I will go down whatever rabbit hole and I will fully immerse myself in whatever it is I need to know when I'm passionate about it. Oh
0: my gosh. Well, oh, and so much of what you just described too was like straight manifester. Right. So like, it's good enough for Jenna Kutcher. It's good enough for these people, blah, 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 blah. But you're like, no, 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 no. It's like, like, we have a vision of things that maybe people haven't seen yet. We are here to initiate. And so, I mean, I'm totally with you. I'm like, never like, no, No. Facebook groups are so hundred years ago. Yes. Like, Like, no, we are moving (laughs) into the future. Like, this is not how we're going to actually That's how we, that's how we create a pseudo business. That's how we actually create a soul based business. Right. And like, so exactly. So, so we're going to do this app. And I love how you're saying too, that I stayed up for seven days straight, because (laughs) what happens with manifestors is that we are like super hard workers, but we are super hard resters so it's like when when there is the passion the excitement the energy to go into something like we will go all in and that's how I am too like I and so we work in bursts right so I have the website to do or I have this or I have a course that I'm launching like I will knock it out I swear like I've I've been like half writing a book for two years and I'm like when it's finally time to do it like I'm booking a cabin and I will have that sucker done and oh yeah Nine days, I bet. Like one full, you know, two weekends, one week, like that thing will be done, right? Like when yes. it's really there. And so, um, but that's how we work, right? And then when it's, yep. like, oh, it's done, like you and I, I mean, I, I sure, right? Like, well, and cause you had the retail space and how awful was that? Like we that was- are not nine to five people. We are not retail hour people. Like no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no. no. There is
1: no imagination vision creativity no
0: yeah yeah you just can't we just don't work so the design type that is designed to work that way are generators and generators make up 70 percent of the population so they have the energy to show up every day and to do the nine to five and to do the monday through friday not us yes um okay so a couple a couple more things about about your design type that I think is really helpful with business is your, so we all have an environment and ours is both what's called kitchens and kitchens is kind of that like hotbed of where people can come together and uh, focus on a creative goal or endeavor. And I think that is obviously a no brainer for you. you. When you described your events and how you like to set up your events, I was like, done check. Like, obviously you're in the right space with that. Like it just sounds very kitchen. Yes
1: definitely and it's innate like in my soul and I can go into a cabin in the woods and go in my trunk and find stuff and I will create an experience there like it is just inside of me like to my bones and I love it like I love it like it fills me up
0: I love that I love it um Okay. So, and then just a couple of fun things too. So at the top of your chart, if you were to look at your chart, there are these four little arrows that are around the headspace and yours all point to the left. Right. So that means that um, you are, um, well, I'll just go through a couple of them. So like I said, um, one of the things that's really important to you is routine. Routine. is yes super important to you. My husband is the same way. Like he just stresses the heck out when he, when, and I throw him for a loop because I don't have this arrow, right. I'm the only (laughs) one of my family and I'm kind of the ringleader of the family. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. And then I'm like, "Mm, I'm not really feeling this anymore. So like, we're going to switch it up. And I mean, I couldn't drive him any more crazy with that, but I'm trying to like, now that I understand, like trying to Show up for him too. Yes, but um, but yeah, things like morning routines are really important too. Things like business plans are really helpful for yes. you. Things like marketing plans can be really helpful for you because what it does is it allows you then to show up with freedom without having to feel like, oh shoot, what do I have to do today? Yes,
1: so I use Asana. It is my it is my everything. She is my assistant. So Asana keeps me organized. I have. Um, one for women's social club, one for Hartwell, and one for my personal like life, but worse women's social is like really where I live, like in Asana, but I basically have gotten to the point where I can map out my month. I mean, every month in advance. So I do pretty much the same things. Like when I plan events, um, when I do my batch social, when I do, um, all of my email, um, for our members, when that goes out, when I update our website with that month's social. So all of that, it's like routine. So I know, OK, so depending on when the first social is for the following month, I work backwards and can schedule all of that in Asana so that I don't have to stress out about when I'm going to get that done. So that way, all the other times like lunches can come up, coffee meetings can come up. Owen could have to go to the doctor. And I don't stress out because I have things scheduled and it's loose because I was supposed to do things this week. But again, like you said, we work in bursts, and I'm not in the headspace to do that work this week. So I moved it to next week, but it then takes that stress off because I have, I, I've given myself plenty of time to
0: still get it done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so fun. So Just and that's right, like that's kind of like what society says that we should do, right? For somebody like me, yes, I it is actually way more freeing because I can't tell you. I mean, right, having been in business for many years, I can't tell you how many business plans or marketing strategies or business strategies I've written down. And then when it's time to show up, I'm like, ugh, like it just feels so depleting to me. So being somebody who is not um, does not need that sort of consistency in my life. it's so much better for me to literally wake up on Monday or Tuesday or whatever the day is and say like, okay, what do I need to do today to move my business forward? And then I do that. Like, it's just so, it's just even different. <laughs> yeah, right? Like it's a, to- and I'm, okay. So now we're both Virgos, right? So I'm, yeah. still, I'm still a Virgo, which means that right. I do have some type A, right? Like I do, have Yes. Some, I have lots of organization in my life. Yes. But but yes, that's that is what feels so good for me. It's like I I'll literally sit down and it's like, okay, it's work time. What do I need to do to move my business forward? And then whatever intuitively pops up, that's what I do. And it's just been That's amazing. So wild to see, yeah, how effective it is for me. <laughs>
1: that's so important too and that's why I think it isn't one size fits all like when you meet with other business owners and they tell you things that they do or you read about someone else's like daily schedule and you're like oh maybe I should do that and that's where you're saying like this human design is so helpful to understand like well what works for her doesn't align with like what would bring me peace and it works well for her but like learning more about you is the only way to like know what works for you.
0: Oh, that's why I love it. That's why I love it. You know I mean? Yes. For me, I have been somebody who's been in the interpersonal services. So as a therapist and a coach for, I mean, a long time, over a decade. And uh, when I kind of went through my own personal, like spiritual breakdown and awakening and healing, I knew that, you know, this is always the space that I've meant to live, right? Was in these, Mm -hmm. in this role. But the thought of showing up and creating any more scarcity or lack in someone by trying to convince them of a way of being that wasn't right for them. I was, because I know that that's, because that's what's so prevalent right now, right? Yeah. We're doing it very Uh, unintentionally, they're not trying to cause harm, but indirectly they are because it's like saying like, okay, this is how it's supposed to be, right? Like, so for a business strategy, showing up and getting business advice from a coach that says, okay, this is how you have to do it, or this is what you need to do, or blah, 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 blah. blah. And I did that for years. I mean, that's part of what was the breakdown, right? Was I was like, what is wrong with me where this Mm -hmm. advice is so common and I can't seem to get it together? When I know I'm I'm a well-skilled person. Like what is, you know, what is so broken in me that I can't do this?
1: Yep. And I think that I've had two different business coaches. They both coached me in different ways. Um, one was really helpful because she was very like, a, I'm not a hugely analytical person unless like I have to be. Um, so having someone come in and help me with pricing and structure and like that part of the business when i was on the creative mind side and i was like oh i can do this and this and then she helped kind of bring me down and helped me scale it and build it out in like a structured way so that was a super helpful um form of coaching the other coaching wasn't as helpful because it was more based on this person's personality so i feel like she was coaching me how she would coach herself. And, um, some of it was helpful, but like when I would implement some of the things, like, again, the templates for social media or hiring out and like interviewing and talking to other people, it was just like, that's not a good fit for me. So again, like you're saying, what's wrong with me? Everyone else is using it. Mm -hmm. Why? Like, why can't I make it work for me? Because you're trying to conform yourself to this template or this way instead of the other way around. Absolutely,
0: yep. Um, okay, we're gonna do two more quick things, ready? Okay. Okay, so the, one, of the, one of the things in your design type is called digestion. Now digestion is how we consume, right? How you consume mm-hmm. food, how you consume information. And yours is what's known as a calm, calm touch. And so what that means is that when you're eating or when you're digesting information, when you're reading, when you're learning, when you're having an important conversation, when you're reflecting, Yours is, uh, is what's known as calm. So that means that your environment and everything around you needs to be calm. So even like dining out could be a stressful experience because there's so much chatter going on around you. There's too much noise and activity for you to actually like digest your food right um and if you working in a coffee shop whereas like we're both kitchens people right and like so i cuz we're different in, in our kitchens design too but um whereas like coffee shops work really well for me coffee shops might not work as well for you because there's just a lot of yes distraction going on so being in a space that's really calm and quiet is really helpful yeah. for you for digesting all the things
1: It's so funny, like hearing you tell me about me and I'm like, oh my God, that's so creepy. (laughs) Yes, because I, like my husband loves working coffee shops. Like he loves music being on while he's working. He, He doesn't get distracted by a million things. One of the reasons we moved was because my office space was like literally just a little desk, like in our kitchen area. And like, there was always things going on. It was loud and I was always frustrated and stressed out. And then it got to the point where Brian would be like, can I come down to have lunch? Like, is it okay? (laughs) And I'm like, in 20 minutes, And then like, don't talk to me when you're down here. Yes, a hundred percent. Like that is so mean. So we moved and now I have an office with the doors. It's quiet. And yes, it is like my sanctuary. That is
0: so funny. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) It is human design is kind of creepy. I call it the map to your soul, right? Because it yeah your inner workings. But it is a little creepy when I'm like, (laughs) I mean, that's a common reaction. Like, like, how do you know this about me? (laughs) Yes, that's amazing. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then the last thing that we'll we'll cover today is um, very simple, and that's how you manifest. Yes. And as a manif- uh, as a manifestor, but how you you know manifest things into reality is vi- by being specific. So getting very clear on exactly what it is that you want. What you know, whether it's with business or your personal life or relationships or health or career. It's really getting super clear and specific. And then again, as an actual manifesting type of design, it's informing, it's letting people know, sharing it out, sharing it to the universe and declaring it. And that's really probably one of the most powerful tools for us in terms of just, just overall manifesting.
1: Yes. I mean, I feel like I... I know like when you, I didn't know what manifesting was, so I've been doing it forever, but I just didn't know that's what it was. And so hearing it described that way, it's, it is it, it is the process that I use. So it's like, especially like there's the next phase of the women's social club. I know what I'm doing. I haven't told anyone yet, but I am in the phases of building the framework and the structure of the behind the scenes and it's just naturally organically happening Mm -hmm. um with where we are and i know what to do and i know who to reach out to and i know how to make it happen and um so it's telling people
0: huh really yeah i mean if you're that clear yes like if you're that clear as a manifester This is your role, you know, is to inform and to let people know exactly where you're going, what you're doing, what you're creating, what's coming next. You know, it's really, really, it's really powerful for, because then people are excited, right? People that come into your aura are excited and they want to be in that aura because look at what you're, look at what you're doing, look at what you're building, look at what you're creating and initiating. And they want to be a part of that. Versus if we do it kind of after the fact, like here's the big announcement, it's like it can be a little jarring, right? Yeah, that makes sense. It's so important that as manifestors that we are always informing.
1: That's so good to know. I've been um, burned. I have had people that have literally gone into my events, like copied and pasted descriptions, names of the events and like copied my business essentially. And so I'm always like nervous and guarded, um, with sharing some things. And so it, but it is, it's like, it is happening. Like it, we are in the process of like growing into this next phase. It's like COVID is the only thing that is in the way right now, but basically I will give you the first like sneak peek into the future. Um, we're gonna be expanding locations. So I've had people reaching out from other cities. Um, there are a few cities that I have networks in because I've lived there. And so I already have this built-in based network. Um, so finding people to lead those chapters is step one. And then finding the venues and um, the workshop partners and things like that, that just kind of comes naturally and organically, and I already have people in the process of that. So um, we will have other chapters in other cities and our members, no matter where your hometown city is, if you're traveling, you can go to whatever women's social club event if you're in a place where we have a chapter.
0: Oh, so fun, Yes, congratulations. You know, I will just provide this for you. Is that if somebody tries to steal your event, no one is going to be able to do it in the way that you do it, right? And especially if it comes from a space of your own soulful integrity, right? If this was literally created within your design. And it is so aligned for you. It doesn't matter if somebody copies and pastes your description and your location and everything, Mm -hmm. because it is going to lack every bit of energetic integrity when other people show up and it, and then we just kind of let the universe do its course, Right. And so that person will go away and fizzle out and it won't work. And that, and I would just, I would just stay certain and confident in that you know, yeah. that we, when we're uncertain, then that can be like, oh gosh, someone's stealing it from us. But when we're coming from a place of like total alignment, it's kind of almost comical, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, yes. and, and sad, I mean, kind of what I do in that, in those times is, is just give that person a little silent prayer that like, oh gosh, I so mm-hmm. hope that you find that sweet gift that your spirit is here to share with the world. So that you don't have to feel like you have to mimic someone else in order to be successful.
1: A hundred
0: percent. Yes. And so you show up as the powerful manifestor that you are and you tell the world, like, this is what I'm doing. This is where we're growing. This is where we're headed. This is what's happening. And we're going to be like lit up by that,
1: you know, like. And it would be easier to tell because it's like, if I put it out there, then people in those other cities because right now I need people to lead the chapter so by putting it out there like people will pass it on and then I will naturally so that makes really good sense yeah
0: so do it so I love it yay Yay. new plan (laughs) any final thoughts as we close up questions or thoughts or reflections about today
1: I mean I think it's very comforting to have the human design experience because so much I think especially as women too like we are so much in our heads and we can think like we're being silly or like oh it's just me like dreaming or being silly again or you know trying to fit in with what everyone else is doing it doesn't feel right and it's not fun but everyone else likes it and I think it's so crucial to understand yourself first and so Mm -hmm. I'm really thankful to have had this experience because now I feel prepared for when triggers hit like anger Mm -hmm. when I feel that I'll be like okay so I'm not aligned (laughs) like I need to
0: take a a minute
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes so it is, it's almost like confirmation and validation. So it's good.
0: Oh, good. Well, thank you so, so much for, um, cause it's a gift for me as well to be able to do this reading because it's so fascinating as somebody who, you know, studies human design and shares. Yes. Out, but to, be, to have the opportunity to study someone with almost the exact same chart is just, it's so fun. And then to hear the similarities in our story, it's been such a gift for me as well. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much.